This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Unfolding in a courtroom in Arizona right now is wild, to say the least. The Carrie Lake trial is proceeding. We heard some of the most interesting pieces of information yesterday. If true, could turn things completely upside down. I get into some of those things, plus Mike Lindell joining us to talk about the trial and more. All coming up this hour, it's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck Program. Some disturbing things coming out of Arizona, particularly the uh, trial at Cary Lake yesterday. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. Let's connect. You can find me everywhere, all over the Internet, but JustinBarclay.com, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y. JustinBarclay.com is my home base. Um, This is one of the bigger highlights from the trial. What is chain of custody? Let me explain you this. There's an expert in chain of custody testifying yesterday that the procedures weren't followed uh, there's some really concerning issues that are coming out of this trial, but a chain of custody means just that we verify that when your ballot is cast, whether it's a mail-in, whether you go and cast it in person, whatever you're doing, that, that, that the procedures are followed, that there can't be any room left for any tampering, any issue at all. That's called chain of custody. We got to know where this thing's been the whole way. We got to make sure that it hasn't been, there hasn't even been at a, well, an appearance of impropriety. That's why it's so important in our elections to make sure that all these things are buttoned up. Here she is, this woman testifying yesterday in Carrie Lake's trial. Do you have all of Maricopa County delivery receipt documents? We do not have any. We requested them, but they said they had misplaced them. Oh. And those are the ones that were uh, for election day, correct? Well, actually, we didn't get a single one of those for the entire election. It, it is... Uh, the testimony of uh, the or in the declaration of Runbeck uh, employees that no such documents existed for election day. For election day, right? Hey, what about prior to the election? Yeah, so this was this form was actually created for all of the, the days prior to election day. I'm sorry, but my question was specifically related to election day. Okay, there, there were not. 
but we did not receive any. They said they misplaced them, and the Runbeck employees said none existed. It's incredible. Little things like that happening behind the scenes. I think maybe you're not aware. Maybe you suspect, but you're just not aware. We don't have confirmation until now. You get to see this trial up close. And we don't really get to see things like this going to trial often, do we? We don't get to see what's happening behind the scenes. But now we're finally getting a chance to see some of this. Joining us right now, Mike Lindell on the program. Mike is uh, obviously the pillow. Goat. My pillow makes incredible pillows and all kinds of products. Including, I don't know if everybody's uh, ever complimenting you, but the 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 most comfortable, the nicest socks I've ever put on my feet, Mike. But you're also passionate, courageous American. You're out there fighting for this country, and we thank you for that. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. The uh, isn't that something? Do you know the the trial in Arizona is the first judge in the United States that's going to look at the evidence based on merit and not kick the can on standing it's a miracle you know we've, we've heard so much of this uh particularly over the past you know, these things would go to maybe get a chance to get looked at by a judge but then they would say no as you just mentioned no there's no standing here you can't really do that we don't we're next so none of these things have really gotten looked at in the way that carrie lake's none case of- is gotten looked at is going to get the chance to get looked at this is pretty right. incredible yeah, it's huge. Uh, this is uh, and uh, this has been the biggest cover up of the biggest crime in history. I've said that before. This is uh, this is massive. You're and you're the judge. You know, at least he's looking at, but he's squishing the the trial into two days. And uh, we flew in more experts and lawyers. And I, I have uh, it's been quite a crammed uh, ten days here. But but what a blessing that they and then and then it's televised, so that's even better. And and uh, you know, we hope this is. Uh, just the start of many a uh, Supreme Court judge in Georgia yesterday, the Supreme Court of Georgia, which is Democrats and Republicans, just overturned what a lower court had made that said that, that the people had no standing. They said, no, you people of the U.S., you have standing and of Georgia. So we've got great things going on. I'm very excited. Mike Lindell on the phone with us right now on the Glenn Beck program. Um, Mike, I, I, you know, I, I know you were instrumental in a lot of these cases in helping fund some of this when it comes to the, the lawsuits, particularly in Arizona. Um, but you, you, you come up against a, a couple of, uh, I don't know how much you want to talk about this, but you come up against a couple of hurdles. You looked like you were going to have some help uh, getting some of this funded until they found out what you, what you, the relief that you want. In other words, the solution that you wanted from the lawsuit. Can you talk a little bit about what, what happened yeah, inside absolutely. Republican Party? Absolutely. The Republican Party, since that, let's go back to the RNC, let's go back to November and December of 2020, they went and raised $80 million or, or so, um, and based to the big donors or, and to the micro donors and said, hey, we're going to look into the election. We're going to look into these these uh, laws that were broken our Constitution by the by these states, uh, um, early voting, all this stuff. The legislatures make the law, not the, not the Secretary of State, everybody. And uh, but they did. They they raised the money and they said, uh, we're not going to sorry, we're not going to do anything. And then they they doubled down again here in Arizona about a month ago. They came down there, said, hey, we want to help. We know Kerry Lake won. We we know and Mark Finch and Blake Masters, all these people down there, the attorney general. And uh, so here they come in there. We get them the lawyers. They, they said they're going to pay for their, everything. And uh, and as soon as they found out that the relief would be a new election, 
they pulled out. Let's head on over to Georgia. So they head over to Georgia, and they uh, and they go, everybody give us money, give us money for uh, uh, Herschel Walker. Uh, it was promised that there was going to be, I believe, $5 million, and they only put up $1.9 million. Um, so, you know, it's uh, you can't keep hitting these hitting donors and not getting any return on their investment. They're, we're going to lose our country. We're at a critical time in history, and we need we need every help we all the help we can get. Yeah, I know, I know. That's just, Mike. This is something you probably hear from a lot of people. In fact, I know people are saying this to me now in messages and and whatnot. So, like, this goes forward, and then what? And what if the judge doesn't right, do the right thing? And I know. I mean, you're a man of faith, so maybe you just talk about this from the from that faith perspective, but uh, you keep fighting. You're not going to give up. What What can nope. you tell people to give them a little bit of a, you know, hope, not well, false hope, but to know that, look, folks are continuing to fight. Right. No, this is, uh, I, I got a huge message of hope. There's over 50 lawsuits we involved in over, over the whole country. And, and um, they're all at different stages, and you just don't hear about it. You're not going to hear about this on Fox News or Newsmax. Huh? And uh, they uh, they don't talk about anything for some reason. Uh, you know, I suppose because of the law affair, I'll give them an excuse because everybody gets sued or or gets sanctioned if they talk about these uh, these incredible cases. Um, I, the judges are going to bring our country back, everybody. You've got to pray for the judges. Um, we have, if Carrie Lake, whatever this judge decides, that's a big step in the right direction that he's listening to the evidence on merits, on the merits. And so, and that's a little different down there because we have all, 59% of the machines went bad on the morning election day. All at the same time, it was a very contrived effort. And, and, uh, and then you have, um, um, with, if, if, if whatever happens, it'll be appealed. We have uh, we have the preliminary injunction in Arizona that Carrie Lake put up this summer that we all put up, and that got they made a, the judge put a ruling in after he said no no standing. Then he came out a month ago and said to pay for the lawyers, my lawyers, to pay sanctions. But we're appealing that, and we're appealing the case to the Supreme Court. We have one case in Alabama that's not going anywhere. We're going to the Supreme Court there, um, and these are all gonna. I believe a lot of them will end up. Um, you know, hopefully at the uh, the U.S. Supreme Court, the United States Supreme Court, and we are we're gonna we're we're getting wins all over, little victories, and and they're they're gonna turn into big victories, and and uh, we will have our election systems have to be fixed, or we're gonna lose our country. Mike Lindell with us right now on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Mike, from the first day of testimony, there's one of the most shocking things. Been election day attorney has said that there's no question in his mind. That uh, had these tabulators been working correctly at 132 vote centers the day of voting, that Kerry Lake would have won. Take a listen to this and hear what he has to say. I'll get your comment on this after. I, I would say, you know, there's there's only 17,000 roughly votes separating the two candidates for governor. Based on what I saw uh, on election day, I would say there's no question in my mind that had there not been tabulator issues at 132 vote centers this election would have result would have ended up with Kerry Lake winning so based on that Mike I just want to ask you what is some of the most damning evidence what's coming out obviously you agree with that statement that's why you're fighting yeah. uh, but what what are some of the most damning things that we've learned and what she's actually been allowed to talk about or what her attorneys have been allowed to talk about in the trial day one well, there's uh, there's a couple things coming out today that I don't even know about because I uh, 
I know he had to come up with some money to keep, uh, he needed to get a plane ticket. We had to keep him because it was running longer and he had to get back for his family today. But he was testifying uh, this morning. Um, but anyway, the, you, you, have a, you have a lot of things. You have uh, 59% of the machines that were, that we, the evidence will show they were, that was done intentionally to shut them down. They were all, all in Republican areas or, or most of them. And so what and happened to, with to those be ballots? Because they, they had 20 inch ballots, but there were 19 right. <laughs> inch images printed on 20 inch right. ballots. Can you talk it's, about it's, that, Mike? What exactly happened? Yeah. Here, here's what I believe. But, well, obviously they don't go in. Here's, here's what I believe happened. Um, and in the, uh, in the primary, they wanted to take Kerry Lake out in the primary. And we told everybody to vote same day because the early voting and the mailing, it's easier for them to cheat and pull names down from the, from the dirty voter rolls. Well, and everything goes through something called Griffin Research, uh, the report out in New Jersey, and then it goes out to all the, all the news or CNNs of the world. Well, we watched Carrie Lake in the primary. She was losing, losing by 10%. The day of votes came in, it's 11 o'clock at night where they started counting them. She was winning 70-30, 70-30. She overtakes her opponent. She's up by 12,000, and then they shut everything down for three days, as we all know. And they didn't have enough left to steal the election for, or the primary from her. So in this one, we said, hey, everybody vote same day again. Everybody vote same day. Uh, the same thing, same amount, 70-30, 70-30 would have happened. Those votes on same day, they never went through the Griffin research. So they never, when you talk about Shana Custy, they didn't even go through the Griffin research for, um, in New Jersey. And the reason I believe when you uh, everyone's in line, you come in, these paper, oh, I'm sorry, it's not taking your paper. Put it in the box. Put the ballot in the box. But at that point, they, they basically become like a mail-in ballot. You can do anything you want with them. And obviously they did. No chain of custody. Those people that were in line, it was a 75-25 carry lake, some 70-30, right in that range. And she would have won by, I believe it's upwards of 100 and some thousand votes she would have won by, or she, or she did win by. And, uh, and it's, uh, so you're going to see, um, we believe we have the best case ever put forward because you not only have the evidence we have in all the other, the 2020 election, all these other elections that call it the cyber evidence, but you have here physical evidence that they did. They weren't even, they, they were pretty blatant about it. When I woke up the morning on, on November 8th, I go, Oh, thank you, Lord. I, our prayers are answered. They're, they're doing it blatantly, right? You know, right in front of our eyes. And it was even reported uh, all over the world, even on Fox News. What, what a miracle, right? And, uh, but then uh, it's like, you know, they're saying, you know what? We don't care. We're going to cheat right in front of you. And if you don't do it, and that we don't believe you're going to be able to get past a judge or do anything about it. Well, they were wrong. Here we are today. And, uh, Mike, um, hang on one second. I want to keep you, if you can hold it just a little bit longer, we'll, we'll yep. come back and wrap up yep. with you. Mike Lindell, we're talking about what's happening. The trial right now, Carrie Lake continues down in Arizona State 2 today. We'll continue to keep you updated with that after this. Back next with Mike Lindell, Justin Barkley, and for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. You know, it's it's almost against all odds. You almost need a piece of divine intervention. I know that folks are hoping and praying for that. Mike Lindell uh, joining us to talk about Carrie Lake's trial. And, of course, Mike, I want to give folks uh, a chance to know how they can support and get out and, and help in, in, in this case and, and others moving forward before we wrap up with you here. But uh, divine intervention. This country has seen it throughout its history 
we we almost need a little bit of that. Uh, what 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 are you hoping for? What are you praying for? What can folks hope and pray for? Well, well, we need we need a lot of that. Um, the uh, uh, but it, it's uh, this has all been in God's hands, and everybody that's just doing their part and uh, the best we can. But you got, I really believe that the the uh, 2020 election will go down as the most important election in history because of everything that keeps getting revealed. When we get through this, we're going to look back and say, wow, everything had to happen just the way it did. And to get to this great place, we're going to, that we're going to get to. And, and uh, it's revealed uh, corrupt politicians. It's revealed corrupt platforms like Twitter. What's went on at Twitter. You know, my own company, they said two weeks ago when Elon Musk did a dump, he said the word my pillow has been flagged on Twitter for two years Uh, Mm. before the 2020 election. Mark Zuckerberg on Facebook would not even let me have do ads with my own, my own face in the ads. I mean, this is stuff that's been going on in our country. Google, Google, um, um, just uh, we just heard the other, other day that even with the, with the RNC, as I've been looking into that, sending 90 percent of their emails into uh, spam. I mean, this, this what I'm saying is just revealed everything. But the biggest thing that's revealed is we can't use computers in our elections. I have met with France, Germany, UK, uh, the Netherlands. They all use paper ballots one day and it's a beautiful election and not a selection. The stuff going on, we have to. We have to, if we don't fix our elections now, it's over. And, and, but, but, but I don't want to discourage anyone because if this think if we didn't have all the stuff we have now, all the, all the evidence and all of the, everything's getting revealed and, uh, they couldn't keep the truth down for as, uh, they tried, boy, they tried, they took on, on January 7th and 11th and 7th and 8th of 2021, 1.2 million Americans were deplatformed off YouTube, Vimeo, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, and they tried to take away our voice forever, but it didn't work for them. And uh, we're coming back louder than ever. We're going to get through this, and we are going to have an amazing country. And I believe we're in the best, biggest revival uh, ever for uh, Jesus Christ. I believe we're in this big revival because people look to God when things are things aren't going so good. When things are going great, people tend to get uh, status quo complacent. And and uh, so I just I, I think uh, we're, we're, we've had a lot of divine intervention here, and. And uh, I'm I'm more more encouraged every day. I encourage everybody to have courage, everybody, and pray for the judges to have courage to to be judges. Courage is contagious, and um, we need we need courage right now. We can't live in fear or someone else is going to do it or this. Is we all got to take part, not just praying, but uh, encourage a judge. If you know a judge, hey, accept your cases and and look at them on the merit and just be a judge and and. Uh, and don't kick the can on standing. And now you have examples and that are uh, that uh, uh, things are going to start changing out there. Mike Lindell, uh, how can people support you? Obviously, My Pillow, great company. You're a courageous American standing up. <clears throat> Anytime you buy anything from Mike at mypillow.com or or mystore.com, mm-hmm. the coffee is a, is amazing. Tim, drinking, yeah, I'm powered by your coffee this morning, Mike. So, how can people help support you and what you're doing? Well, we have the Lindell Legal Offense Fund.org or the Lindell Legal Fund.org. All the money is going to go help save this country. I have put every dime that comes in, I put where I believe it's needed the most. And, 
and um, and it's uh, it's helped out just this last month. People have really started helping. I have I have tens of millions of dollars of my own money, and I actually had to go borrow money, but everyone's helping out now, and it's really encouraging. Well, make sure we get those online as well. I'll put that stuff up at Twitter at Mr. Justin Barkley and JustinBarkley.com, where you can find the rest of the Mike. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today, my friend. Thank you all. God bless. Yeah. Merry Christmas. God bless. How about that? Mike Lindell says we we may need a Christmas miracle. We may get one, folks. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. Back on the Glenn Beck Program. It's Justin Barclay in for Beck today. You can catch up with me. Let's connect. JustinBarclay.com, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y. Love to hear from you. You can send me a message direct to me on my website. And if you want to comment, rant, rave, ask a question about anything during the program here. We were just talking to Mike Lindell, and of course, he's detailing some of the things that came out in Kerry Lake trial day one yesterday. Kerry Lake tweeted this down in Arizona, some really bizarre details. But one of them was about the ballots themselves. You know, previously, a lot of the talk has been about machines and, and, and electronics and, and and more about, you know, uh, thing of the best. The ghost in the machine. Let me just put it that way. But this this uh, what what happened and what what they show is the, the reason why they have so many issues on Election Day, particularly wasn't a machine it, itself. It was a. It was a paper error, in fact, a human error on paper. Carrie Lake tweets, they printed mutant ballots on election day using a 19-inch image on a 20-inch ballot. Now, the best way I can explain this to you is, you know, all the bubbles and everything you have to fill out, all of that, what your ballot looks like, they print that on top of the white paper. The white paper is 20 inches, but the picture of the bubbles and the questions and the people's names and all of that, that's on your ballot. That's the actual physical ballot printed on the paper. That was too small. It should have been 20 inches. Instead, it was 19 inches. Now, that was either done on purpose or was a big oops. There had been some testimony in this trial to suggests that it was done on purpose. There's no way around. Well, I'm not sure. All I can tell you is this. That's what happened. And that is why you had the issues that we saw on Election Day. People going, trying to put their ballots in. Which one's been working better? Which one's working better? You know, it wouldn't go through. It wouldn't scan. So they they push it through one scanner. And uh, it's not going... Keep pushing, it'll grab it. Here it goes. Yep, spits it out. Nope, not going to take it. I'm going to take it over to the other scanner and puts it in. His just did. It's rejecting it. It's because the, the scanner doesn't, it's not accepting this thing as an actual ballot. It's, it's saying, like, this is invalid. This is not, this is not working. So, Carrie tweets, mutant ballots... They printed mutant ballots on election day using a 19-inch image on a 20-inch paper, ballot paper. That's why the tabulators rejected the ballots, and that's why chaos ensued as Lake supporters flooded voting center 
to cast ballots. Clowns and crooks run our election. She tweeted that apparently was a little earlier, last night. I don't know. With all of this information that's out there, I don't know that there is a, any any solution other than just to throw it all out and do it again. And the problem is you do it again. <laughs> how, do you, how do you know that these same people wouldn't find another way if this was intentional, right? If they wouldn't find another way to, to, to you know. so I, I don't, I don't know what the solution is here. Can a judge just roll, hey, carry, carry one? I don't know that that can happen. Uh, but I will tell you, this should be eye-opening for everyone. These things are happening on on levels that we just, we're not paying attention. That's kind of how we got to this place, right? And those that are paying attention, well, you're called a conspiracy theorist. You're called some sort of tinfoil hat wearing loony. Well, it's it, and the FBI is is busy doing it now. Have you seen the FBI's latest? This is all about the the Twitter files. The FBI now saying that uh, apparently Twitter and the emails themselves from their own from their own. In the FBI, it's all conspiracy theory. The statement is incredible. It is unfortunate that conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purposes of attempting to discredit the agency. Well, that's all they care is about, I guess, the credit of the agency. Well, then they should care about the credibility of the agency. But trust is at an all-time low. It's rock bottom. Not just for this particular institution, but for all of them. And that and that really is a shame. Because there are many hardworking men and women, there are many hardworking individuals within the FBI, law enforcement in general, and all, all sorts of other institutions that are well-meaning, well-intentioned, and they're good Americans. In fact, they're patriots. But we're seeing a political... And the folks, the powers that be in the upper echelons, we're seeing like a political upheaval that's that's taken place. You don't believe me. Elon Musk says, hey, here's the files. I got the files to prove it. The Twitter files, if you haven't been paying attention, this is, is really, it's been eye-opening. And I think uh, for a lot of us, folks have suspected some of these things were going on happening behind the scenes anyway. So I don't want to bore you with it if you've heard the details over and over, but it does bear repeating just to break down what was really happening behind the scenes, who was involved and why they were censoring your speech, why they were censoring conversation. They didn't want to allow certain information to get out. In fact, they label it dangerous dis disinformation. Well, here's what we know now. I think we're on the eighth iteration of the Twitter files. We now know, according to what Elon Musk has released, that there was a laptop. Now, a lot of this is focused around the Hunter Biden laptop, but I think it's more. I think there's more, and there's more important information. It's not just about Hunter Biden and corruption and deals that he may have been doing. And, of course, any sort of extracurricular activities that he may have been doing, that's one thing. And, of course, you may say, well, that's, you know, 
that's bad enough. And yeah, it is. But it's the systemic corruption that's happening, looks like, within the Biden family. They didn't want you talking about this. And with foreign entities. And they didn't, you know, they really didn't care how corrupt or how seemingly on the take any of these people were because they had one goal and one goal in mind, and that was to get rid of President Donald J. Trump. No matter how you think about him or feel about him, maybe you love him, maybe you you hate him. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Replace him with any other president, maybe your favorite of all time, and to say that folks are working behind the scenes to do this has got to be something that will shake and wake every American, but I, I don't know if it will. Honestly, I don't know if they're going to hear this news. You and I do because we listen to this program. We, we are tuned in to folks like Glenn Beck and talk radio on a daily basis. We're watching the news. We're, we're, we're even looking for quote-unquote alternative sources, which I think is kind of weird to call them alternative now. But I think they're, that, they're, they're like <laughs> people sharing the truth. <laughs> alternative to the narrative. Let's just put it that way. But we now know. That there was a guy named John Paul Mas- Mac Isaacs who owned a computer store. Hunter Biden dropped his laptop off there to get it repaired. He left it there. And maybe he came in a couple of times, too. Mac Isaac did talk to him a few times. The guy finally never came back to get the laptop. So he did some digging, looked into the laptop, and saw what was inside of it. Saw who it belonged to, and then he kind of got a little concerned. I believe he did try to turn this over to the FBI. I don't think they wanted it first, and finally they had come again. I could be wrong about that, but Rudy Giuliani, Trump's attorney, ends up with the contents of the laptop. And Rudy Giuliani starts talking behind the scenes about what's going to happen. Apparently, the FBI finds out about this, putting two and two together, because they have him under surveillance. The president's attorney. They have him under surveillance, just like they had the president under surveillance. The FBI is going back to the Russian collusion story. The hoax that was propagated by some of these folks. You remember Peter Stroke and Lisa Page? And and yes, the entire crew of folks behind the scenes that were making these things happen. Now, this is just... Fact now, we know these things to be true because over time this stuff has come out. This once conspiracy theory, now I guess you call it spoiler alert. (laughs) We just know these things to be true. So get this, the FBI spying on Giuliani knows that they have this information and it's about to become public. The New York Post is going to do an article about it. They're going to do some sort of expose. Miranda Devine is going to write this story. And of course, the day before the thing gets released... The FBI reaches out in secret back channels to Twitter and says, no, well, we don't know exactly what they said because it was a secret back channel, but we know they had conversations and we know that the FBI reached out about Russian disinformation, particularly around this story, not just to Twitter, but to Facebook. How do we know that? Mark Zuckerberg admitted it on Joe Rogan's podcast. You can't make this stuff up. And yet it happened. All of this happened. And so the day before the story would get out to the world and go live, Twitter made decisions behind the scenes to make sure that it would not see the light of day. Zuckerberg and Facebook did it in a more subtle way. And then we find out behind the scenes that the FBI was telling 
Twitter who they should censor and who they shouldn't censor. Telling them what stories should be published and what shouldn't be published. And yet it gets even worse than that because, you know, they were doing that. They had to be doing that everywhere. Wait until you find out what they were doing at the mainstream. Your nightly news and your local televisions. You know, wait until you find out, get a load of what they were doing there. <sighs> but wait, there's more. Because they were paying folks at Twitter. Wait till you hear this. Taking a quick break. We're back with more in just moments. Justin Barkley and for Beck today, Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. sipping on a glass of vegan eggnog or munching on your non-binary gingerbread people <laughs> that's the way i get that posted over on facebook right now uh this is the uh this is the latest in some of the craziest <laughs> craziest christmas woke snacking i've ever seen the cottage bakery this looks like it's in europe somewhere i want to say london Non-binary gingerbread people wouldn't want to offend anyone. But make sure we get all that straight. We wish you a merry, merry, <clears throat> whatever it might be in the next couple of years. Or can you say Christmas anymore? Is that even allowed? Were you allowed to say, well, I'm going to say it no matter what. You say a couple other things that you probably, I don't know, maybe they don't want me to say. I have no problems talking about the truth. Justin Barclay in for Glenn Beck today. You can uh, connect with me over at justinbarclay.com, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y. Yes, I'm on the newly freed bird Twitter as well, at Mr. Justin Barclay. Many different places. Speaking of Twitter, we're just talking about this, the Twitter files. What do the latest files, and by the way, there are eight different installments now. What do the latest files detail and include? Well, the FBI, not only telling people what Twitter specifically, other social media companies, this is, this is a direct violation of the First Amendment. Government telling people, private companies, what they can and can't say. Now, remember, it used to be, hey, they would say, well, they're a private company. They can do whatever they want, this Twitter. They can do whatever they want. They're a private company. They, you know, you don't like it? You get your own Twitter. Well, Elon did. He went out and got his own Twitter. Now he's telling people what was happening behind the scenes. He's letting all of it loose, the details, the emails, all of it. FBI paid Twitter millions, had close relationship with execs and staff, all in the emails showing the latest $3.5 million. $3.5 million the FBI paid Twitter. Now, why, why would that be? Why would the FBI be paying Twitter anything? The FBI paid Twitter $3.5 million between October 2019 and February 2021 as compensation for the time its employees spent managing their requests, according to internal documents published by author Michael Schellenberger uh, earlier this week as part of the ongoing Twitter files. After the Hunter Biden laptop story broke, a member of the FBI's Office of General Counsel spoke with Twitter's then-Deputy General Counsel Jim Baker also a former FBI agent in a private call, Schellenberger reported. Obviously, our work with the FBI is close. 
We will never get public credit, but I, I would like to thank our FBI counterparts who worked so well with us this election cycle. The Twitter files, all of it, continue to come out. Anytime Twitter needed to suppress speech or the FBI wanted somebody struck off of the, uh, off of the Twitter, I guess, suspended, like Mike Lindell was on earlier. You know what these folks taking off? They've, they're, they're spreading dangerous disinformation. What is that, basically? It's, it's sometimes it's the truth, but it's anything that goes against whatever narrative they're pushing and all over, folks. It is incredible, and we won't let up, even on Christmas. The news never stops, and of course, it's always a pleasure to fill in for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program to be here with the smartest audience in the business. It really is a pleasure. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas. If this is it for you, if, if not, stick with us. The X Now is going to be... Fresh and hot. This is the Glenn Back Program.